0: And I'm joined, as always, by the Cougar Capturing Case. Case, how are you doing today?
1: I do like my cats. I like chasing after them, you know, in the woods.
0: You like like large felines?
1: Yes, they're friendly. Jaguars, panthers, they're all cool.
0: Wait, wait, what was that one with Jay?
1: Jaguars.
0: I think it's jaguar.
1: Yeah, only if you're a weirdo from a foreign country. Jaguars? (laughs)
0: Jaguars.
1: <laughs> it's Jaguar. Jaguar. No, it's Jaguar. Uh, Deal with it, man. Deal with it.
0: Agree to disagree, sir.
1: So how how was uh, your weekend of hurricane weather?
0: Um, it was. Um, I was underwhelmed. I was actually hoping for more destruction. Oddly enough, but it was just uh, it was just essentially a big rainstorm. Yes. Nothing that bad. Not not that I, I, I was not impressed. But didn't it give you time
1: to play some games?
0: It did until the power went out.
1: Oh, that's right. You suffered the power outage, which I did not. Yes,
0: yeah, so I was in the middle of playing the game we're gonna talk about later and the power went right out. Nice. So but didn't
1: ruin your saves at
0: least. It actually it dropped me back a little bit farther than I thought it would have, but um I guess I hadn't it hadn't auto saved in a while, but I just had to go through one uh, section again.
1: No, that's not that bad. Did you play? So there, for the first time, this what episode eleven, and this is the first time that Bats and I have actually played the same game at the same time. It's pretty. Sure. It's pretty well, exciting. We,
0: you know what? I bet you it's happened before. We just never talked about it.
1: I don't know about that, but this time we're gonna we we'll probably talk a lot about the the the, the game. So why don't we talk about the game, other games we might have played, other than than that one game? Did you play anything else?
0: This uh, not really. All the only thing I did do was, and, uh, as much as I complain about this, I put in uh, Fallout New Vegas because oh I knew they're, <laughs> I knew they're going to come out with some new DLC eventually. So I um <sighs> went around and uh went to every location on the map and leveled my guy up to max level fifty. So when the new DLC comes out, I have, you know, five new levels to go up. So super, super no no trophies, just just completionist nerd out completely.
1: <laughs> that you know, that's that's pretty sad, just to so you know.
0: I I just I love those I love I love I love that world.
1: <laughs> you like the post apocalyptic world? I do. Were you hoping that that's what the hurricane would cause, and all your skills you have gotten from uh, from playing hours and hours of a game that's very buggy would have paid off?
0: Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you know, I you know, I'm I'm uh, I could, I I would be the guy that you would want to be trapped in the apocalypse with because I'd be like, oh, I totally know how to hotwire a car. I know how to build a house. I can. Um, I can jury-rig anything. Mickey Mouse <laughs> together. Yeah, I just... Everything. Yeah. I plan, you know.
1: You, you plan? Between
0: that, yeah, between that and all the zombie movies I watch, like, I know what to do. You know, whenever you watch a horror movie, everyone says, like, don't run upstairs! Like, I mean, that's, that's one-on-one. I mean... See, I'm I just... 400 level at this point.
1: I just stay away from the hot girls because they the ones that dial like it the quickest.
0: No, see if you were with me, I would keep the hot girls alive.
1: <laughs> okay, how would you uh, come? Uh,
0: well, that's for that's
1: neither here nor now, I guess, right? Yes, yeah, so well, made up scenarios. Yes. I would... <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we talk about something about gaming instead of the world that you wish you were in? <laughs> so that, so you didn't play anything other than some New Vegas? That's what you're
0: trying to say. Well, and, and the other game.
1: Well, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, well... Just so you know, and this is—it's is actually kind of a nerdy game, I guess. Um, the other game I was playing, which I don't even know why I started playing it, I was just kind of a—I uh, guess I was surfing the web and found people wrote about it. It's called Desktop Desktop Dungeons. It's uh, it's only what, in beta how- right now. What was that
0: mm, the what now with the who where?
1: Yeah, it's only in beta, and it's a uh, well, it's a browser. It's not really a browser-based game. It's uses uh, Unity, which is a open-source game development uh, engine, but they have a web-based version. It's like, you know, you have to download a plug to play on the browser. Anyhow, it's the game itself is a dungeon crawler, and, and it's a dungeon crawler in the most basic sense of dungeon crawling as you go into dungeons which are randomly generated and monsters are randomly placed there. You always start as level one when you enter the dungeon and you have just, you know, basic click on monster and you attack it and it attacks you. They don't. Monsters don't move around the dungeon. You just kind of move to them, and you can attack them if you want, or go around them and away from later. But you can't beat a dungeon unless you kill all the monsters. So you basically have to kill low end ones, or like try to take the higher ones out so you can level type thing. Uh, and then as you beat more levels, you unlock more things in your city. So right now, I can play as like a human thief, a human rogue, or a human fighter, or or um, an elf of those types. So every time you go to the dungeon, you get to pick like your combination that you want to play as. Uh, and then you get gold and you can level up your different buildings. So you can like the higher levels your thief building, the better skills you get. And it's really just a time killer, I guess. It, it, I, don't, I have fun playing it, it's, but it's basically you go into a random dungeon and you walk around and you just click on things and kill them. Um, there is some th- thought process and puzzles you got to solve. Like you got to, you know, move some walls around sometimes and you got to put cl- um, glyphs, glyphs. You got to put um, different powers together to, you know, make it past that dungeon. But really, it's it's kind of, I mean, I actually have fun playing it, and it was like 10 bucks or something like that. Uh, so, well, you pay $10 and you'll get the full release, but $10 gets you into the beta too. So, I think it's actually pretty pretty neat little tile-based game. I mean, it's it's all like 2D sprite type thing. So, um, it's, it's fun to, at work whenever I get bored, I do a dungeon or something. But, yeah, I, I've... People should check it out. Just search for um, Desktop Dungeons or check the article on our site. So when I wasn't playing that game, the other game that both me and Bats were playing was Deuce Bats X. Listen, I'm from America. We don't speak English the way that people want us to speak English. We speak it the way we want to we just say things randomly. Anyhow, Bats me, and me, I. Me agree. Fine. Bats and I were playing this, this last week was Deuce X Human Revolution. Is that what it's called? I think it's what it's called. It is. Yes. So Bats. So okay. Case. All right. What, what's your uh, one word definition of the game? We'll start off with that. How do you like it? Good. <laughs> Just good. Great. I guess you said good. You said one word. I mean, (laughs) great is one word too. Good is like a middle of the road word. Good is like what you call kissing your sister.
0: Um, No, I wouldn't consider kissing my sister good at all. Actually, I would think it would be traumatic and possibly life altering in many horrible ways.
1: Lots of people look for life altering
0: events. No, no, I'm, I'm all set with with that um no okay
1: okay so (laughs) you think it's just good all right that's yeah No,
0: i'll go with i'll go with good like i said i am a tough critic
1: that's fine do you want to let the people i don't know i'm assuming most people know what the game is but maybe just throw a little like short summary of what it is in case people are wearing blinders for the last 15 years
0: It's essentially a game that takes place in the future, Um, a future that is uh, science has developed the technology to build what they call augmented uh, limbs um, or anything from an eye to, uh, you know, an enhanced personality chip or anything like that. So you can get augments um, to to your personal body. Um, you know, similar to some of the signs today, maybe of, um, people trying to replace limbs with robotic arms and whatnot, but this is to the point where, um, there's much more of a seamless integration. Um, you know, you, there's not a lot of herky-jerky, you have the full movement. <laughs>
1: is that, is that a technical term they use in the game, herky-jerky?
0: Yeah, well, well, no, you know, like robotic arms, sometimes it's, with a, with an electric motor, you have a very simple... You know, yes, movements, several axes. Okay. So it's, um, it's that, and uh, it's all based around the interactions with uh, people that are for and against it, and uh, the different um, pros and cons to these different augments, and uh, and, uh the, the battle that ensues. <laughs> the
1: battle that ensues.
0: I, I'm trying to be as vague as possible, not <laughs> to spoil the game.
1: Well, you could also uh, state that it's a first-person shooter uh, in the game. Basically, the one thing that sex and, and this is the third title in the Dusex series uh, for people that might not have heard of the other ones. The one thing that it does well is even though it's a first-person shooter, you can mostly beat every board by either being like a full-out, go buck wild and kill everything i see type style of play, or you can go with the uh, like more of the thief type style where you're sneaking around, you know, going behind people and knocking them unconscious or, or, and stuff like that. And then you can like always do the middle ground where, you know, you, in certain situations you go ballistic and other situations you're kind of sneaking around and all these augmentations that, that bats is talking about add to either one of those styles of play. So, you know, you have, Ways that will make you move quieter. You have ways that make you stronger. You have ways that make you better aiming. There's ways to see through walls, and like all these augmentations that can help you out. And the interesting part is, is talking with bats over the week is how we augmented our character differently based on the ways we're playing it. And um, personally, I was playing a complete stealth character. I have yet to kill a single character in the game. Uh, well, I, I lie. I killed one character in the game, which is. Something I'll bring up – yeah, because it's forced to me too. which is really kind of the one of the biggest critiques I have of the X game is the boss battles are – come to, oh my god, I need to shoot this guy with huge weapons uh, for – and I'm not surprising I'm, I'm going to be spoiling, but – so I'm completely stealth. I use everything stealth. I crawl through vents. I spend so much time in vents. I wonder why I have the kick-ass graphics cards I have because all oh, I see is the vents system. And I spent a lot of time just sneaking around, and I try to – you can get – the way you get new augmentations, you get experience, and as stealth, one of the experiences you get is not going to be seen by anybody. So I spent a lot of time replaying scenarios trying to not be seen. And then I finally get to the first boss battle, and it's like, oh, you need to have weapons to kill this guy with. But since you are a stealth guy, you've just been carrying around – a tiny little, um, that's a, there's a stun gun and you can use um, a tranquilizer darts. And I've been using the tranquilizer darts. And that's the only weapon I have to fight the guy that's throwing grenades and has a submachine gun at me.
0: Side note, I don't like the Trank gun because there's a delay. <laughs> but see, like when you shoot, you shoot a guy with Trank, he, can, he starts yelling for a while and then he falls over the, the stun gun. Uh, they just shake and fall right over.
1: That's not 100% true. You can sh- if you shoot them in the head, they fall over instantaneous. Headshots are instantaneous to the train gun.
0: Okay, well, I don't, as you can tell, I don't use the train yes. gun.
1: And also, know. you can shoot if you shoot them in certain limb areas, they don't scream, they don't they don't feel it, and they just keep on walking, and then they fall.
0: Oh, I'm I shoot them in the chest.
1: Yeah, that's probably not the best place. It's <laughs> pretty noticeable.
0: But anyhow, so yeah, well, that's the problem when you have
1: the you use all I have is the tranquil, is only offensive weapon I have. So if I get seen by somebody, I basically die because I can't. I just had the trank gun. I, I mean, something I could sneak around and, and save myself. I've done it a few times, but usually I want to get that achievement. So I got to this end boss and I had no weapons. Like, all I had was a trank gun. And I'm like, um, I can't beat this guy because the trank gun doesn't work on him, best of my knowledge. Uh, so I actually had to load an a older save. It wasn't that old. It was just, you know, right before I went in there. And there's a room right before you go in there that has some weapons. And then in the boss battle, there's some weapons you can find laying around and ammo laying around. So I had to run around getting all that stuff before I could actually even fight the boss. And then after I got weapons, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that hard once I got the weapons because of my augs, I was able to, you know, hide pretty easily and, and snipe them a lot. But still, it just really annoyed me that it was all stealth, all stealth, all stealth. And it's like, Oh, screw you. (laughs) We don't care about your choice of game of gameplay. And I don't know. That really bugged me about the game. Um, Because it also happens at the next boss battle, too.
0: Yeah, and there's weapons stashed all over around there, too, as well. Yeah. Well, there is,
1: again. But it's just... I I mean, I'm not saying they don't give me the opportunity to beat him or them. It's the fact that it doesn't let me beat them the way I've been playing the game. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like Like sneak by them instead of confronting them? Exactly. Or something. Or even if it was like, if I could sneak around and... Like maybe there was like some turrets I could turn on or like there was, you know, maybe like some way to trap them, you know, some other way to beat them versus just go buck wild. You know, it just completely like t- took me out of the game, you know.
0: Uh, well, so I'm taking the total opposite approach. I think we went to extremes. You went full stealth and I went pretty probably how we would probably attack these situations in real life. I went right through the front door with gun blazing. I mean, right at the beginning of the game, they pretty much ask you, uh, lethal or non-lethal, uh, for your first weapon they're going to give you. And I was like, lethal. <laughs> like, uh, it was just like, give me give me a gun. And uh, I just shoot everybody, literally everybody. And the problem, the one thing I'm having is, see, you have a problem with the, the stealth and having to fight the boss. And... You know stealth is, is this game isn't an easy game, whether you do it in stealth or whether you're doing uh, a frontal assault it's it's a tough game, so there's definitely times I have to retry because ammo isn't plentiful. You have to take it off a dead guy's bodies and you can't hold that much anyway. so they want they kind of want you to do stealth so but they also in some senses don't want you to do stealth. They want you to do the middle of the road, which case and I both are not doing. Yeah. Doing exactly what they don't want to do. We're going to an extreme. So I'm killing everybody. Mm-hmm. And um the problem is that I found a little disheartening was when you start killing people you shouldn't be killing. There's no consequences. Like I went down this alley and there were some guys there and one of them like said something to me. So I was like, Whatever. <laughs> so I shot him in the I shot him in the head. And then his his uh his buddy had a gun, started shooting at I me. Mean, so I shot him in the head. And I took their weapons, and then there were some people in the alley. They were screaming, so I shot them too. <laughs> they were just 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 bystanders. You're just so shooting like, random
1: bystanders.
0: Yeah, like civilians on the street, like just cowering in the corner. I'm just shooting them.
1: <laughs> My God, you're crazy.
0: Yeah. So. I... And so I, did, I killed a whole alley full of people, like everyone in the alley, hobos, people walking down it, bad guys, and I killed everyone. And, um, like, I don't even think those guys that were saying shit to me were going to really start anything. I was just like, I kind of like your gun, so I'm going to take it. And uh, every time I walked down the alley, it's just littered with bodies, and no police ever came. No one yelled at me. It was just like, oh. Um, and there was another mission where I had to actually go into a, a police station. You have to go into the police station? Yeah, yeah. And at the certain part, at the end of it, I got caught uh, taking something, and um, an alarm went off. And so, like, these three cops come down the stairs, and I kept trying to play the game, but it kept starting from right when the alarm went off. So I was like, fuck it. So I just shot the cops, and after I shot them, then it was cool. Then I walked up up the stairs into the rest of the police station. Nobody said shit to me and no one's ever even mentioned it. Like I walked (laughs) into the police station, like they let me in, I went downstairs, I walked up and I left and there's several bodies in the basement. Nobody cares. And I also shot the guy who set off the alarm, which was a, he wasn't an unarmed civilian as well, but he set off the alarm. I had to do it.
1: (laughs) That is actually pretty crazy. See that, that the weird part is, is I'm like, um, like that same one, I feel it, like I don't even understand how you could enjoy the game not doing it completely stealth after playing it the way I've been playing it. Because like there's this moments when I'm in stealth that like I sneak into different places and I'm like, this is so cool. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, well, I could also if this came through the front door and shot everybody. And I'm, like that would seem boring co- compared to what I'm doing. It's just really interesting that I'm just saying they did so well that you could definitely do it both ways and it definitely is designed that way. So the problem is it, it really misses out? It, like like you said, I guess like both extremes is just not, no good.
0: Well, you know, the funny thing is that I've only had one consequence come back to to bite me so far. And it's farther than you are, I think, so far. But so far, nothing. Nothing? Nope. But i just I'm like, unless there's, I know there's, they specifically asked me in the mission, like, don't kill this guy. I'll, then I'll I'll kill everybody else around him. And then I'll just, I won't kill that guy. Because <laughs> that's part of the mission. I'll just leave him alive, but I'll, I will, I will electrocute the shit out of him.
1: <laughs> well, it was actually interesting on the, on the, um, which uh, this one that makes sense to me. Like, I like, don't be wrong. I, I've not made any big problems with my stealth yet. Like, like that caused bad consequences for me, but the one side mission is very early in the game. You, uh, you're trying to get this, um, video feed that the one guy is blackmailing the other guy with about stealing drugs. Right. And he talked to the guy that has the video feed after you like search his apartment and stuff. And he's he says, oh, well, I'll give it to you if you go, you know, take care of these two thugs that are threatening me because I'm not giving them drugs anymore. You know, in the conversation part, you can actually decline or whatever. But I'm like, OK, I'll go talk to those guys and scare them or something.
0: See, I was able to talk him out of that. I said, I'm not doing that. Give me the tape. He said, (laughs) OK. Yeah, I didn't try to talk him
1: out. I just said, oh, OK, I'll take They're thugs. I don't like thugs. And then I went over there and I was like, I was thinking I'd go and talk to those thugs, you know, and try to scare them out of it, right? But no, there's no option to scare them out of it. You have to take them out. And I'm like, but I'm stealth. Oh, I have is my Trank gun again. So I basically knocked them both out using my tranquilizer gun. And that somehow killed them, it, like put them to sleep forever. Cause after I knocked them out with my Trank gun, I went back and the guy's like, oh, yeah, you saved me. I'm like, no, I didn't. They're, they're going to wake up. <laughs> they're just unconscious. I'm like, I'm so- more
0: confused here. So that and that particular mission, yeah. when uh, I talked the guy into giving me the tape, after he gave me the tape, shot him in the head. <laughs>
1: wow. Note to self, do not live in your world.
0: <laughs> um, also, right at the beginning of the game, they teach you, they do like little tutorials they typically would do. And one of the first one is how to do a takedown. And they have a guy blatantly with his back turned to you, and they tell you what button to push, and it does a takedown. And, of course, I pushed it and did the takedown. So the guy, you can highlight over him and you can see, like, uh, whether they're unconscious or not. It gives little little Zs and then yeah. a little search option. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Um, but then I was like, yeah, I wonder if these guys ever wake up. So I dragged him in down the, back down the alley into a closet and then shot him in the head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they actually, I have not seen one wake up on their own yet. What will no, happen- they, they
0: stay they stay out forever.
1: Yeah, but what what can happen is if one of their compatriots sees them knocked out, they'll come over and wake them up. So like when they're like, they can wake them up. Yeah, so like that. So for you, where you're doing like non-stealth, it's not a big deal. But if I knock out a guy, and then one of their other guys sees them, he will run over and like wake up the guy that knocked out.
0: Oh, see, I I didn't even know that. I mean, um, I'll just. I'll just knock a bunch of them out and then I'll just put a bullet in each one of their heads just to make sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I have only killed the bosses so far. Have,
0: well, let me rephrase that. When you very first
1: start the game, you don't have any augmentations. You only have a choice to kill everyone. Uh, a- after that point, I totally have yet to kill a single individual other than the ones that I have to because the game forces you to. Which is actually kind of annoying to me now because I'm like, man, I really don't like these guys. They're kind of evil. I want to kill them. And I'm like, but I haven't killed anyone yet, and I'm almost done with the game.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if I'm walking down the street and some guy goes, back off, man. You don't want any of this. I just turn, I just mess them up.
1: Yeah, but that's one of the I, I like about the game. This earlier on in the game, um, near the beginning. I don't know if you experienced it or not, but there's a part, there's a quest. Uh, well, it's a side quest and part of the main quest. where We have to go to a club called The Hive. And um, mm-hmm. so you're, you can go and you call it to the bouncer at the door, and you got to pay 1,000 credits to get in, right? Nope. Didn't but have. well, you don't have to. But you can talk to them, all right. One thing I and, th- and one thing I liked is when you're walking to the hive, you can walk by two guys that are standing by the hive smoking, and if you listen to them talk, they talk about their friend who always sneaks into the club. Yeah. And, and they're like, "Well, we're not sure how he sneaks in, but he always sneaks in." And so then you can go and basically go behind the club, and you find, "Yay, uh, our normal." Um, <laughs> our ventilation shafts that we use so often in this game that it's like but it was kind of cool that i mean i was going to check anyhow but it was just neat that they actually kind of like let you eavesdrop to hear that there is another way to get in the club
0: oh there's another way to get in without paying the money or sneaking in and not with without killing the bouncer
1: (laughs) and which way is that like, you have
0: to go someplace else in the city and kill a guy and he's got a VIP pass on him,
1: uh, him. That's pretty, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that Well, that right there, that's like, that's one of the things that Deuce Ice really gives a lot of options to do is, is how do you beat this specific mission right there? We have three ways of getting in the, in that club.
0: I stumbled across that VIP pass on accident though. There's no way the game was telling me about it. I was like, <laughs> Oh, Hey VIP pass.
1: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it either. I mean, I, found, I think I found something else like that. I was, like, walking around, and I'm like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's a way to get in this building. That's interesting. Or, oh, there's another one. It was, like, another door to get through, and I'm like, I was just trying to find another shaft to go through. And I'm like, what's this laying on this table? And I'm like, oh, it's an entry badge. I'll just go talk to the security guard now. And he's like, oh, yeah, you can go in. I'm like, that's kind of neat. <laughs> but, yeah, like, so my biggest critique still of the game is, A, that forcing me to become a brute force bastard at the end. Um, the other big thing i i it's not bad, but comparing it to other games is not that good is the conversations like I think when you talk to someone it flows kind of well, but compared to like to mass effect, it seems kind of janky to me
0: yeah they don 't give you like a real you i 'm not sure what he 's going to say sometimes
1: yeah it 's not even that though I also feel um it 's not like the way the the characters that interact, like in Mass Effect, you have this like, you kind of feel what the character's feeling when he's talking to you, you know, you can like feel it like they're pissed off and their facial animations are really well done. Where well, this one is kind of not as well quality in that piece. Um, I do like the fact that you can do the silver tongue, which is a, a way to get extra experience by talking to somebody and talking them into what you want. That's really neat. And um, the and, and there is actually an augmentation that can help you with that, which I haven't done yet, and I've still uh, uh,
0: one. That's one of the first ones I bought.
1: Oh, see, I haven't got that one, but I still get the silver tongue almost every time because it's kind of you can kind of feel out different people's personalities. Like there's one time I didn't get the silver tongue, and which was a sad moment because like no, I got to now figure out how to get five thousand credits. Uh, so what?
0: I'm glad I didn't get that one because well, 000, the same. Pl- like, I would just shot
1: that guy. Well, did you do the, I'm assuming it was the club, it was the hive club bartender one where there's a girl that they gave Augs to and you need to go collect money from her. Yeah. Well, you can talk to her and then I said, oh, I'll go talk back to the guy, you know, see, so cause I think it's wrong that he's trying to, you know, bleed you dry. That and, was dumb. Yeah. And then he's like, no, I won't allow it. You can either get the money from her or give me 5,000 credits. And I was like, oh, that sucks. So I could have went yep. back to her and got the money, but I actually got five thousand credits and talked to him and bought it and gave it to him. The nice part was is, so to get Augs, you need to collect. Um, I don't know what they're called, like little units. I don't
0: praxis or something.
1: Yeah, praxis units or something like that, and you get them either by leveling or you get them by you know finding them or people give them to you. So and you can buy them from the store for five thousand credits. When you when you give five thousand credits to the bartender to free her, you get one. So it was basically like buying a a praxis. So it kind of evened out in my world. <laughs> so,
0: oh, uh, you want, you don't want to know how I beat that mission?
1: You probably shot the lady, didn't you?
0: No, first I talked to her and told her she needed to get out of this life and it was a bad life to be in, and that she should give me the augment chip. And she said, "Okay, you're right." And she gave it to me that. I shot her head. Really? <laughs> yeah. And then I took. And she had some money on her. I took it. Wow. And then I went back to the guy and said, "said she's dead." And um, <laughs> and it won't be a problem anymore. And he was so pissed off. That is like the you are like the most evil motherfucker ever. So I didn't right. shoot the bartender in the head. I let him live. He yelled at me. He was like, "What the hell? Why would you shoot the cash cow?" And I was like, "Dude, it's not a problem for you anymore." And he, he was <laughs> like, "All right, get out of here." And I was like, "All right, bye." Well, all right,
1: I think we might be dragging this on too long. But I want to bring up one more like cool feature of the Deus game. And you can shoot people in the head. Apparently, you can shoot everyone in the head. No. I, and this is, this is actually counteracting your shoot everyone in the head. So, uh, That's what I like to do, though. Yeah, I know. But in the very first mission after you get augmented, you um, are going to this factory and you need to, like, go through it, which you probably shot everybody and I snuck through and killed nobody. But at the very end, there's a, there's a hostage situation where you okay. can – and you're talking and, like, the guy's got the girl and you're, you can basically talk your way through this situation. Uh, and I talked my way through where I let the guy live that was holding the hostage because I thought he was being used. And I know Bats, you killed him, right?
0: So, no, what happens is I'm pretty sure there's no way you can talk in that out of letting him get away or not. Because I talked to him and I talked to him in a different way, probably a little more forceful than you did. And he shot the chicken right the door.
1: Oh, OK. So he still he just killed the chick. So my question is – Well, maybe you can answer this. So later, when I had to go to the police station, I think it was, or one of the other missions, I got a phone call from him to meet with him, and he gave me all the passwords for the building.
0: Did you get? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and he said
1: our debt is now settled. Well, that's interesting because you let. Well, there must be a way to kill him. I'm thinking.
0: No, well, there is. So after he was like, our debt's settled. You shot him in the head. I shot him in the head. (laughs)
1: No, I mean in the very first scene.
0: See, I thought that was actually cool if it
1: would have been like you could have killed him and then he wouldn't have got the help later. But
0: no, I I got the help from him later. But I was like pissed that everyone was mad at me that the hostage died. So he was like, "Here's the stuff, our debt's paid." I was like, "No, it's not. You got one more. It's a bullet in the head." Yeah, the only
1: thing I the only thing I got upset about the first mission for me was there was a side mission that I didn't know was a side mission until after I beat the board and it's like you let all the other hostages die. I'm like, what other hostages? I'm like, oh, there's a side mission and it didn't inform me that it was a side mission.
0: See, the problem is that I stayed – I walked around the area you're first at too long and they literally called me and were like, you took too long. The hostages are dead. I was like, what? I haven't even started the mission yet.
1: (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I mean I I knew about the other hostages because there's points where it's like, oh, we're holding the hostages in this place and I found like codes for everything. But I was like, oh, I'll just come back and get them after I go to this main area. I didn't know it had a, it was like a sequential thing. So it's basically you have to do your side quest before you finish the main quests is what it comes down to, or else you get you'll lose out on the side quest.
0: Yeah, like they'll go away. Like yeah. I, I missed out one. I, I was almost finished with it, but then I was like, Oh, you know what? I want to get my hacking skill a little bit higher. I'll come back and do it later. And then when I came back later from another city, it was gone. It was it's not available, can't do it anymore.
1: So yeah, like, oh, yeah. I have one question about the console since I haven't played on the console. Do you – is it just autosave for you or can you save at any point?
0: Uh, you can do both. Okay. It autosaves like probably the same spots it does for you. Like a lot of times, I don't know, you walk into a certain area or open a certain door or you anything like that. Just all of a sudden you'll see the little save f- feature going. But I can also stop it and pause it and save it. So if I've made it pretty far and I haven't seen it auto save in a while, I'll do a quick save. Uh, so that way if I die, I won't have to go back and do
1: like, yeah.
0: you know, some basic stuff, but, um, I can just get through pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering, cause I, um, I, I had the same, uh, I have a, it's the same way for me. I do the same stuff as you do, but basically what mine is every time I like, cause a lot of times it's like broken down into different rooms. You have to sneak through. And so if I sneak through the one room I save, even if it was not I save just in case. And then when I sneak through the next room, I save. Just because I hate like – sometimes it's like I kill I, – I knock out two guys and then like down the road someone sees me and I'm like crap. And now they knock those two guys out again. It's like sometimes they just save after to knock the two guys out type stuff.
0: But I was just curious. I wasn't
1: sure if it was different. That's all.
0: Nope.
1: The um, so only the biggest advantage I have is my load times are faster. Yes. <laughs> so do you have any other critiques that you want to bring up about it? Um.
0: I feel the world could be a little more open. It It's supposed to feel like an open world, but it I feel very constrained. Um, see,
1: I'm the opposite. I like that. But that's just me. I don't like sandboxes, as you know. I, I would have been, been annoyed if – I was worried whenever I walked out there and I had to like go find quests. I was like, <gasps> not a sandbox, please. And so I was happy with it personally.
0: Yeah. I mean it's essentially one street with a bunch of few off streets and you can memorize it and it's uh, – if you can memorize a battlefield map, you can memorize this. It's that's, but that's the point is I, I, I want to run into some unique situations or different places. And I keep running on the same thing. Like, you know,
1: yeah, I understand. Well, I mean the, the, so there's different cities. I think the second city is pretty, the China is a lot larger than the first city. Yeah, so, but
0: it, it is,
1: but no, I agree. I you can know. definitely memorize it all. And, but I like that personally. Cause I, I'm not, I'm not a fan of open world games mostly. Um, I, I will take that lack of openness when it comes to the fact that the missions are so open and how we, how you can beat them. So. All right. Cool. Um, so what do you say? Is it a throne controller silver approval?
0: I don't know. I have to wait and see how the game pans out. You've
1: been playing it for 20 hours.
0: Mean. Yeah. But so here's the thing is based on how one the plot so far and no spoilers here the plot so far of what happened at the beginning and stuff like that. Like, I don't even know how they they thought you were whatever because it was blatantly obvious what had happened. And like, the only person who didn't know what happened were the people in the game. They're like, okay. <laughs> um, like I was even a little confused with their talking because I was like, what are they talking about? That didn't happen. And I was like, oh, they don't know that didn't happen. Oh, they're stupid.
1: I know exactly what you're talking about. I was a little confused too. I'm like, why am I not trying to save my.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, like, wait a minute. Oh, I guess they don't know what I saw. (laughs) Or apparently you don't remember either. So anyway, so um, it's just the, the stuff like that as just a little, like, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm waiting to see how it plays out. And, um, and it's. So maybe, maybe
1: next week we can, We can put our seal on or not. Yeah,
0: I mean, because you know where you are at the boss battle. Like, I'm like, okay, like now now I'm a little, it's getting a little weirder. So I'm like, all right, let's rein it back in now, pull it back in. And like, I have no idea. I really don't know who's trying or lying. Or Yeah, you don't know
1: where it's all going to tie up together then.
0: I'm just waiting for that, so. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's like, um, I just hope it doesn't end up like uh, like lost. Like, you know, the whole time it was like questions and questions and questions and questions yeah, yeah. and a shitty answer.
1: Yeah, so I think the thing I was thinking about this when I was thinking about what I'm going to say about it is I don't see myself right now playing the game again to play it like, like as you're playing it, like more of a frontal assaulting. Like, I really enjoy playing it. But right now, I don't see myself beating the game and then being like, okay, now I'm to go play through again.
0: No, because I, I don't want to do that either. Like, I, I don't want to go through. Um, even though, like, you could answer questions differently, maybe get
1: different responses. I just, yeah, I don't see myself wanting to play the second time through.
0: I mean, I've even tried to do uh, stealth at, like, some points. I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, like, because... When you start shooting people, they all of a sudden guys come out of the woodwork. There's yes. way more guys, like they just they just they you know, I swear they just multiply than then you know what to do with. So, um, so I've been like had a section where I just keep getting killed because I get swarmed by all these soldiers. So I I tried to do stealth and I just hated it. It's like, ah, stupid. Like, I, all of a sudden, I get somebody would see me and I'd just start mowing people down. Yeah, I could actually say that. Like, I trust me, stealth is is a little
1: annoying, but I also enjoy it a lot. I think the reason I enjoy stealth a lot is because I do a lot of battlefield gaming, so I already get that a lot of that shooting out my aggressionality. So
0: yeah, uh-huh. but I, I just like to. To me, this if you're gonna be essentially this giant human robot cyborg, like why am I sneaking around if I'm like half made of metal, like?
1: Because the cyborg stuff gives you the power to sneak around like a super ninja.
0: No, I, I, no. If I can, like, pick up, like, like uh, dumpsters and stuff like that. But I can't. I'm, well, I can. I'm <laughs> going to, because I have that aug, I am I am going to chuck them at dudes. See, what I'm saying, like,
1: so this is a perfect example is you og your guy to be that big, huge, strong robot guy where I odd my guy to be sneaky. Like I have like the cloaking devices. I like you. you I could probably no
0: no cloaking. Hell, I don't even know what this, where the sprint button is. <laughs> well, I have
1: no idea how to sprint. That actually the one thing that bugged me, by the way, is one of the augs I got was to walk soft, the walk quietly, and like I swear to God it wasn't working. The walk quietly uh, um, augmentation, you have to actually turn on to use it, and it uses power. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. I thought it was gonna be yeah, like a like
0: see through walls one.
1: Yeah, I'm like, why I, – I understand turning the see-through walls one on. Like I want to see through walls. I turn it on. That makes sense, you know? But like I want to walk silently all the time. Like so, why, why do I turn it on and waste energy? Like it annoys me a little bit that I have to turn it on. So I
0: actually so – I want to talk about this one thing. So you're talking about the power. Yeah. And, I, and generally when I play games, I try to exploit them. Yeah. And I found a pretty big exploit. Which I don't know if anybody else did, but um so in some in some parts of the game, there's these turrets um that are you know a i turrets, and if you stand from them, they mow you down, right, yeah, you've come across those right, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can go into a security room and you can uh hack a computer and you can take control of of those or or, or any robots or stuff like that if you've augged in that way, which i yeah, have I have to so so I flip it so that they attack the enemies, not me. But I also can lift heavy things, so I pick up the turret and I carry it around.
1: Yeah, they had them. They actually had them in the trailer. They showed that that, that ability in the trailer. I thought that was actually a really cool ability.
0: But so, but I'm taking ever. I'm taking it on elevators. Like I went through a whole level just carrying one turret around everywhere. And I would just place it at the front of the hallway. I would shoot one one shot down the hallway. Guys would come running. It would mow them all down. Then I'd pick it up, carry it to the end of the hallway, pick up all the weapons and stuff the guys had. Then move to the next hallway, drop the turret, shoot down the hallway. Guys come running, mow them down.
1: That's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it was it was good. Um. Uh, it was funny. I mean I, even there was like a – then one of the enemy robots came down and there was like a turret robot fire off. They were just g- both going – just shooting at each other, guns blazing. And I was like, is this going to end soon?
1: <laughs> well, this actually reminds me of um, the one board that I thought was really cool that was stealth was at the very end there's two robot dogs protecting the hangar that you have to kill.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, I basically snuck up into the – went up in the room, hacked into the computer, took control of them, turned them off. I never had a fire shot and I like, just turned them both off. And I was like, oh, no. that's done.
0: <laughs> it took I me like two one, seconds. I, I killed one, went up, went up, disabled it, came down, shot the other one until it exploded, then opened the doors.
1: Of course you shot the one until it exploded. <laughs> wow. I really hope that we're never out and I trip and hit my head because instead of taking me to the hospital, you just shoot me. Uh, you know it depends on how bad you're injured. it's like, oh, case' is on the ground, yeah put him out of misery. <laughs> oh, I'd probably take a nap and you probably shoot me.
0: depends if you looked if he looked a little pale,
1: it's like, oh, he's sleeping, he might wake up and you know put the alarm on, so I'll have to shoot him.
0: You know what it really comes down to is pretty much those guys, anyone who helped me like i am I do messages all the time where I help people. And I never ask for a reward or anything like that. Yeah. If anybody, um, if anybody kind of fucks with me, that's how they get killed. Like, if I'm walking down the alley and someone's like, "Hey, how's it going?" or something, they're nice to me. I never shoot those people. It's <laughs> the people that are like, like, like don't want to mess with me, bro. I'm like, all right, Pfft. let's let's see you talk some shit out the hole in your head.
1: But by the um, way, the one sad thing I don't like about stealth is so th- we mentioned the takedowns earlier. So basically, if you sneak up behind a guy, you can do a takedown on them. Um, but there's two types of takedowns. There's the, I'm going to knock you out because I'm a nice guy and make you sleep. And then there's like, I got cool swords that come out of my arms and I'm going to tear you apart. I find it, I, I the problem is is that the tear apart version is loud and people hear it. And it makes me upset because I'm like, I want to do that cool tear people apart one because it looks awesome. But I can't do it because it sets the alarms off. And I'm like, Argh. I'm like, wouldn't me stabbing the guy through the throat be quieter than me punching him in the face? Uh, I don't know. Put a bullet in their head. But I do like I, – I have the multiple takedown thing now, which is – that's pretty cool to see like whenever I go up no. to two guys. Nope. pretty sweet.
0: Nope. See, uh, and that choice, I bought. The, I got the uh, parachute thing where you can jump off of roofs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so – No, it's you know, pretty I, awesome. You can jump off a roof and you can punch the ground and everybody near you just goes flying. <laughs>
1: Of course, that sounds about right. Wow, we have exactly the opposite characters.
0: It's pretty. Yeah. My guy's the, the the um. They have a little like almost like a quick cutscene when you jump off the roof. Like this whole electric ball of energy comes around you, and your guy goes towards the ground. It's pretty.
1: It's, it's kind of like the um uh, infamous when the infamous punch.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
1: So anyhow, I think we probably uh, talked a lot about this game.
0: <laughs> no, people want to hear more about this game. Well, so you know what? If you, right now, uh, the summer was slow. Games were not great. If you're looking for something to play right now, I I definitely recommend going out and getting this game. Um, at least uh, keep you going um, until the next set of, of, there's some decent games coming out uh, uh, the uh, first, first full week in September. So... You know, if you need something to do, I'd say check it out.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I definitely, I, I would definitely recommend this game, hands down. Um, and, you, just, and you don't need to have played
0: the other ones because I hadn't. Yeah.
1: Uh, th- th- uh, From most of my knowledge, I played them both. I played all three of them, actually. And I don't even see the connection between them all yet. <laughs> so um,
0: they have robotic limbs.
1: I guess so. I guess like that. that's the only thing I can figure out is maybe like, maybe like there's different,
0: maybe some of the, um, uh, is this supposed to? I'm going to interrupt you totally again for like the right. fourth time this podcast. But is this supposed to take place before those other games? I, it seems like this is like the beginning of the augmentation.
1: Well, that's the thing I'm trying to figure out: is was the original Deuce X had like the augmentation in it? But is it? I, I'm trying to figure out the companies that are like now make like you work for Seraph Company. Was that like the one that was starting out in the original one, or is that you know? Is that who was paying you in the original? One? I'm trying. To, I, I'm, I'm like wondering if there's like any connections that way. I just don't. I mean, I haven't played yeah, the original we, one in like eight, what, eight, ten years or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, ten I'm years.
0: Sure, I'm sure, someone listening is screaming at their iPod device.
1: Ah, uh, yes, or maybe their non-iPod device.
0: <laughs> Here serves this. Uh, uh, this is not a prequel or it is a prequel. Or, uh, I have no life. If you keep on, I, wish uh, I could see a boob.
1: If you keep on talking, maybe I can find out. Oh, there you go. I figured it out. (laughs) Deuce X Human Revolution, just for everyone out there that knows, is the prequel to Deuce X.
0: Boom. I nailed it. I told you I felt that kind of prequel vibe from it. It is the prequel. That prequel love.
1: So now – there you go. Uh, But – yeah, so it's a good game. Like I said, it's not going to be – I feel it's not a game I'm going to play. Like I'll – maybe I'm gonna be wrong. I'm not going to play it again right away, but maybe in a year from now or something, nope. I'll like, oh, let's go run through it again. But it's not like one of those games where um, – you know, like what? Like uh, what's that game you love? <laughs> Fallout. Fallout where you might like beat it and then play it again because you might want to go find stuff. Um, or even like Fear. I know I talked about this game a lot. Fear 3. I played it through, and now I want to go back and play all the boards with the brother. You know, like, I'm going to probably do that. This one that really doesn't give me that vibe of wanting to go through and playing it as a different style character.
0: Anyways, so now if you're done fast-forwarding through all that because you didn't care about the <laughs> game at all, what's going on, everybody? Hey, I think we're we should – Welcome to the people. podcast.
1: Yeah, welcome. But we're going to probably go through the news pretty quick because of the long talk, the Deuce X uh, talk <laughs> that we Shattered. just did.
0: Yeah, well, no, you know what? It's it's been kind of slow. There's, there hasn't been a ton going on. Everybody's been watching Hurricane on the news. Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's some
1: little things i will throw out there though, because it was PAX Prime is running. We're in this last weekend, so
0: you know, you know what? I, I, the guys they said PAX Prime is whichever one is coming up next. So, so I guess you could call it that. But the next Fine. one,
1: PAX West, Whatever. PAX in Seattle.
0: Packs twice a year, every year.
1: Yes. So, well, anyhow, so let's, let's throw out some new stuff here. The one thing I want to bring up because I thought it was – because I hate GameStop and we just talked about Deuce X anyhow and we just told people to buy Deuce X is that all of us P- PC gamers out there uh, – well, let me forget. All of us PC gamers out there who do not buy downloadable content via Steam might have got found that when they went to get pick up their pre-ordered Deuce X Human Revolution at GameStop that it was opened – and a coupon for a free version of the game from OnLive was taken out by GameStop. As in, they basically stole from you is the way I take that. The way GameStop says is they weren't told that a competitor's coupon would be in the game. And they free with the game. And uh, first off, that brings up one thing is OnLive on is a live streaming server set um, game thing. which is not selling hard copies of games. So that means GameStop, which has been a rumor of making a, a similar type of buy the game on their server and play via stream streaming system is probably true. So yeah, for that, I guess. But the other thing is, is what the fuck? He opened my game and sold it to me as new. Like it, that kind of upsets me a lot. Like it's like, really you're opening up our games taking shit out and giving to us saying that you didn't touch the game. Um, so that's kind of a bad thing. Now over the week the more information came out, uh, first off GameStop denied it. Then GameStop said, changed it, said, yes, we did do it. Then GameStop said, oh, we're not going to sell the game at all anymore. So they pulled it off the shelves and then Square Enix, the publishers of, of the game came out and said, oh, we don't care what they do. Like, I don't know why Square Enix said that. I'm wondering if they, uh, just said it because they wanted to stay neutral because, you know, they want other games to be sold from GameStop. And then just today, GameStop came out and said, well, since we did steal $50 from everybody because that's how much the game would cost on live, live, they're giving everybody who bought the game and lost that coupon a $50 gift card to GameStop or uh, buy two, get one free of used games, your option, which I guess is kind of cool, but it's still – I still the fact that if they never got caught opening up the games in the first place, they would have never gave the fifty dollars coupon. So, so it's just another reason why I do not ever want to buy from GameStop. Do you ever, yeah, they suck. All right, So that's your view. Yeah, they suck. Also, awesome. well,
0: let's you know, speaking of you know companies, and at the beginning you mentioned how you prefer Valve. Valve had a similar situ, not a similar situation. Let's say a situation. That some would, you know, say was, oh, that's a little bit of a, a similar situation. Not they weren't taking anything from anybody, but they handled it a little bit differently. So, Valve will, it will obviously sells games that are downloadable, and so there's no physical media. And they were selling um, from Dust, which is a it's it's a PC game. You mean
1: is it from Dust or is it on Dust? It is from Dust. You're no, right.
0: it's from Dust. Yeah, and. Um some people were annoyed to find that you need to have a constant internet connection in order to play. So From Dust has since said, Well, you know what, we're gonna release a a patch um and take that ability away so that, you know, you don't have to be online to play the game. Yeah. But um so so right there the publisher is saying, Oh, we'll fix the problem. But Valve now, it doesn't have to do anything. They didn't do anything wrong. They sold a the game. Someone didn't read enough about it. And even after that, people were mad about it. The, the publisher is even going to change it for people. So everyone should be happy. But just in case, Valve is saying, if you don't want to wait for the patch or you haven't played the game yet or anything, if you want to return it, you, you, you can return it, which Valve doesn't do there's like if you buy a game of valve there's like a strict no refund policy yeah um except if you're canceling like a pre-order uh and so for them to do that is just totally out of their out of left field um so the thing is that i hope people anyone who actually wants to return i hope they're really pissed about it i hope it's not someone who's just played the game for a few weeks and is like ah eh, now i want to return and get a full refund yeah like, cuz yeah. that's kind of that's kind of bullshit um so I hope they don't take advantage of someone that's doing the right like right thing I mean they do they're essentially doing I mean not even that it's like you know what read read the fucking instructions online and find out about stuff
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah that yeah that would, I don't like people to take advantage.
0: <laughs> so. so so hopefully you know I mean if someone's really mad they they should be happy I mean there's everything's there either you can get your money back you can wait for a patch yeah you can play on play with the internet connection like you have all the options you want there. So,
1: And you know, one of the things Valve also did at PAX was have the demo of Counter-Strike GO, or Global Operations. <laughs> By the way, that's just something that's thrown out there because it was sexy. That is all.
0: <laughs> there was shooting.
1: There was shooting and team play and awesomeness.
0: So speaking of shooting, <laughs> Gears of War 3 is coming up pretty soon. Excited about that case?
1: I I have played every Gears of War as co, as co-op with a buddy in Texas, so yes, I'm excited about it.
0: Well, well, you might want to let your buddy know about this because there is going to be DLC for Gears of War three. I know you're sure. Whoa, wait, really? Well, yep they they're already saying there's going to be four DLCs um, that are going to be available over the course of the next year. But what they uh, are getting ready to sell now is something that's been kind of trending. I've seen uh, one or two companies do this. It's, it's, an, it's the season pass. Um, so yes. time, it, you used to see this more for like Telltale Games and stuff like that. You buy all the episodic games right up front and you would get them cheaper instead of buying them one, one by one. But um uh, Rockstar just did this with um LA Noir. They did a uh a season pass. Well not even a season pass, it was whatever kind of pass it was. But any DLC that comes out, then you get it free. So um If you figure it out you know it, it is cheaper or whatever so they 're selling one now saying hey you 're at least going to get four of these based on what it 's cost. if we sold these four it'd be cheaper there might be more so but you have no idea what they 're going to be yeah. so right now you could buy it, but you 're buying it going in kind of blind
1: what what they're well what they 're what they 're saying is going to be thirty three percent savings on the d l c now here 's the thing for me is i don 't rem the d l c for gears two and one they never had like story extending D- DLC. It was always multiplayer. Multiplayer stuff, and I never did the really got in the multiplayer part of Gears of War. I always just did the the co op through the single player game. So I'm probably not gonna buy the pass. I'm probably gonna just, you know wait and see. But what I would rather have them do is what um, Bioware did with Mass Effect Two, which was if you bought the the collector's edition or, or, or uh, pre-order, the collector's edition or whatever you got the, um, cerebus pass and you got the first, I think you got the first two DLC missions free with that. So it gave you a reason to pre-order and the buy the collector's edition.
0: Yeah. Uh, you're talking uh, mass effect two on Xbox. Yeah. That's how they did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they did it. And then also when they sold it on the PlayStation, it was like more like a game of the year edition, the, 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 it had all the DLC was downloadable then, with the if you bought it new,
1: yeah. I'm just saying, I, I would rather have them included in like some kind of collector's version versus making me pay $30 now for something I have no idea what I'm getting. Where at least the sure. collector's edition, I'm also getting some other stuff, you know.
0: Well, uh, I think this is some companies are, are are testing this out a little bit to see how much people really want DLC. So, if a lot of people are willing to do this, then they can make the DLC. I mean, they're planning on making it anyways, but if they know in advance. Um, that people want it, then of course. If they, that's better.
1: Isn't that like one of those chicken and the egg things? If they make us all pay for it, and then they don't make it, it's uh, then what do they do? So it's not like oh, only a hundred people pay. I guess a hundred people wouldn't be a big deal, but only a thousand people pre-ordered it. Now we're not gonna we'll cancel it. That's no, no,
0: I think they'll still do it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like I think this is a lot of test runs. They're saying like, hey, we're gonna sell a season pass. We're coming out with four DLC, and based on that. You know, information yeah. and say, oh, there's a lot of interest for it, so you know, definitely, you know, we'll make this stuff more interesting. But if <laughs> we'll it make it better, <laughs> that, right? But I think I honestly, I think it's like pre-orders. If they know there's a lot of pre-orders, then they sometimes will, you know, put more money behind the game, more advertising, or more more time into making the game better. Um, or sometimes they will just just pump it out.
1: Who knows? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. We'll see. I'm not going to do it just because of the fact that if it's not story-based, it's no no care to me. But if you do, or actually, just so you know, if you do buy it, you do get the um, exclusive special, liquid special metal gun. weapon set.
0: Special guns.
1: <laughs> yes, they're yes, shiny.
0: Because when I'm on a battlefield, what I want is a shiny weapon. Hey, why don't you just paint it? bright orange so you can shoot me in the face
1: well in, if in the original gears in multiplayer if you got high enough level you got a gold gun
0: gold i know yes
1: um so well all right speaking of shooting <laughs> we just keep on going with the shooting i
0: said speaking strategy. of shooting you have to say something slightly different like speaking of
1: speaking of guns, of hitting a girl in the ass many times
0: uh-huh. all right i'm already liking where this door is going. so in
1: uh at pax i think it was i think it was at pax uh Kevin Levine, which is the Bioshock Infinities, uh, Infinities, uh, producer, um, and designer was talking uh, about the game. And he was talking about how they don't do a lot of scripting. The game is, they have AI and the AI reacts to the world around it. So it's not like you have to, you pass a certain, like, you know, a certain little barrier and then scripts start running. So like it feels more organic. An the example they gave was like whenever you're in the, de- in the demo, they show the guy with um, Elizabeth inside the store and she puts on the Abraham Lincoln head and like kind of acts like Abraham Lincoln, like jokingly. Apparently, if you could skip that whole, like that whole part, if you're not facing her, she doesn't do it. But later in the game, there's more Abraham Lincoln heads that might be laying around and she might do it then. So they kind of like, not scripted, but they put like, little things around the boards that they might interact with. And also you might have AI interacting with um, other AI. So like the, all the people on the board all have AI and two AIs might start fighting with each other just for the, you know, because they don't like each other, for example. Um, and, the, and the reason he's bringing this up is that one of the big things he says, the problem with doing this is the danger you have is that there's a select few people out there that tend to not Care about the story per se and making it flow properly, who might, you know, go behind Elizabeth and shoot her in the ass for 10 minutes. And he wants to make sure that if they do that, that the AI can do something to make that worth their while. So people like Bat's example, who will just randomly shoot a person on the street corner for no reason, will still have a good experience, even though it's not the real flow of the game. And it actually was a kind of interesting concept that. It could be bad because you could have really stupid things happening because since it's not scripted, it's all AI based. Um, and personally, I have no problem with scripted games. I don't mind having a really good story told to me, like Bioshock One, for example. Uh, but I could see this being kind of an uh, interesting flow, like because that that would mean like every time you play a game, it will have like a different flow to it, which would kind of be interesting. No comments.
0: No, I just i i i've heard this statements before so i i'll have to play and see how it pans out because (laughs) that's right again like you said stupid shit will happen and you're
1: also the bioshock blackout man
0: yeah but i like i've seen stuff about it but yeah like i saw the abraham lincoln stupid head thing and
1: whatever so yeah awesome
0: So, yeah. So, in other words, uh, PAX happened, uh, Well, you know, so people were there and PAX-y type things were happening. People played a lot of games, a lot of cosplay, a lot of concept art, you know, the Halos and all those type of things, interviews, tons of stuff happened there. We're not going to cover it all, but, uh, yeah, definitely uh, one of those uh, PAX-type things was going down.
1: Yeah, it was was pretty cool. Um, I mean, I would recommend checking out some uh videos online. But yeah, I think it'd be uh, I think we should uh, take a break here though because we've been talking for a long time. So uh, we'll play some music and uh, we'll get back. We'll talk some more.
0: (laughs) Work. Um, the music that Case selected this particular week had a, I think it had a retro classical feel. With um, did I did I did I get a hint of apricot in
1: there? I think I did. I think there was a little um, silkworm too.
0: Mm, mm, I mm. Also a uh, flavor of burnt tire. Got a little bit of that.
1: Yes, that's, that's kind of describes my favorite wine, Mad mm. Dog Twenty Twenty.
0: Fantastic Mad Top 2020 uh, <laughs> Only can be surpassed by Fortified Wine and Thunderbird
1: Oh yeah Thunderbird <laughs> So so, Alright Beth so we talked a long time about Duce X um, So we're, we're going to kind of Just skip to a classic game here and not do a rant this time um, Plus you know When you get mad every week Sometimes we want to let the stress clear out Before we get mad again
0: so why yeah, why don't you throw a classic I shot a lot of people in the head, so I'm pretty mellow. <laughs> so why don't you throw a
1: classic game out to everybody?
0: All right, I'm going to play it. I'm going to throw out a classic game. It's a PC game.
1: Uh-oh. Oh, wait. Yes. Is this Bats? Is this case docking This is Bats. This is strange.
0: Yeah, so it is. So it must be a trash back, AD game. Back when uh, I was a kid, well, I wasn't really a kid, you know, coming into, you know, out of the single digits into the double digits into the teens. Um, played a lot of, uh, Mac and, uh, DOS games. And this was one that I, uh, played quite a bit of, and I kind of liked it. The game was Commander Keen.
1: Oh, yes. Started the epic world.
0: Right. So Commander Keen is actually a series of, like, eight games, almost an episode type of thing. Um... Type of games. Uh, it was developed by the one and only ID Software, which later came out with games like Doom or Quake. You might have heard of those games. It was a cartoon, a uh, cartoonish uh, platformer, um, kind of a Super Mario Brothers type game contender. Um, but it was much—I thought it was much better because it was like I don't know. There was more of a story behind it. And you uh, like shooting things. Yeah, I like shooting things. So, you're essentially uh, you're an eight year old boy genius apparently, and um, you build a spaceship in your backyard, and uh, and you you you're being your parents are out of town or something or out out to dinner or whatever, and the babysitter falls asleep if I can remember, and you fly away, and the first mission I think you go to Mars, and they steal parts of your ship, and you gotta take them take him back so it's all about that um and uh he calls himself commander keen and he's just actually supposed to be eight years old um and it was it was really uh it was really uh, i thought it was a really good game i mean it really brought me into playing pc games at that age i remember i started off playing a lot of commander keen um came out in like a floppy disk and it was a DOS game, so you had a to... floppy disk. Yes, a floppy. What
1: is this floppy disk you speak of?
0: These floppy disks. Um, and uh, it was um, it was exciting oh. because there wasn't a. I I didn't get to play a lot of games back then. Well, I mean, the one uh,
1: thing too, by the way, your your whole floppy disk thing. This is one of the other things that Commander King did, which. Uh, a lot of younger people probably never heard of it. It was it actually kind of pioneered the shareware world of the 80s, 90s.
0: True. Yep. I I, I do remember the shareware. You could download... Well, not download, but you could get... A lot of people would have them on a disc. It, it would give you... Um, you, usually so got I, the, you
1: usually right. get the first, like, four boards of the game, and then you could buy the rest. Is basically how the shareware worked.
0: Right. So it, it's essentially the demos of today...
1: Yeah, basically. It's the only difference, I think, the share word came like with uh, the full game. You called in, and they gave you like an unlock code.
0: Yeah, there were, yeah. yeah. And I uh, remember we used to—I mean, kids don't try this at home. We used to. Uh, look, well, now it doesn't even matter. There used to be a code cracker out there, and you used to be able to crack the code because it was just a a simple encryption that you had to put in. And if you somebody had figured out the algorithm, you could just go there, and they would generate a code for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: uh, you can put it in to unlock the game. With the exception of Aliens Ate My uh, Babysitter, they were um, apparently all available on Steam on August third, two 2007. Ooh. So if you yeah. want to play Commander Keen, you can right now on Steam. Check it out. It also led me down the path of Sierra games later. Space Quest, King's Quest, Cops Quest, Quest Quest. Quest Quest yes I mean there was there was there was you know everything there was uh, I mean there was
1: there was everything
0: yeah no there was like a galactic alphabet there was there was uh, there was whole worlds you went to different places you know Mars and motherships and it jumped around a lot so it was a. Uh, it was it was a uh, it was a good game yeah, I remember yeah. you know I might have been just because I was Um, so young when I played it. Maybe now I would hate it, but I haven't played it since. I was probably, like, 11.
1: Now, it was definitely a game you'd probably still like. Um, Another big thing that it did at the time was, and this is why its software became its software, is it had a really strong engine that handled the the side-scrolling that was really smooth for the time.
0: Yeah, I I remember that. It was, like, really strong. I felt, like, you know, really good. Yeah. It basically
1: was the, the showing that the guys that id knew how to make an engine which because it blew away most side school of the time, so smoothness of the game yeah no,
0: no no Nintendo like jump to the next screen um either Mario Brothers or Mega Man where you had like raw ripping and tearing and had to move forward and the guy literally hung in the air for a second type of stuff mm-hmm. I in
1: all honesty I only played the first shareware one I just at the time wasn't into that style of game but definitely was a good game I would have bought the whole version if I didn't crack it
0: yeah well it's it's a good game and just check it out and you know standard standard for its time it had you know ray guns score items (laughs) stuff that give you extra points and you know the 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 key cards for getting in through doors you know
1: I just love the the fact it's the standard of the times like ray guns because you know everyone in the 90s we all had ray guns
0: well, no. Think about all the different games that came out. Defender, everything, everything had a ray gun. It was just, it was, it was all laser. Black. It's like, it's like the good old gamma rays from the comic books. Everyone gets their
1: powers from gamma rays. Everyone exactly. has ray guns. Lasers were cool. The
0: future will be full of flying cars and robots. Yes, but yes, but the key cards, yes, key cards are fun.
1: I always can never cards, find
0: the red. They key. still use those today.
1: They do. I'm just sad. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys. Check it out um, and write us at podcast at throw controllers. Let us know how what you think. You need to find out if you guys actually like the games we're picking as classic games.
0: Or ever even heard of them. Or suggest your own. Or if you played them after we suggested them.
1: Exactly. But And if you do send an email and you have a question in it, Bats will read one off and I will tear it apart and not answer the question at all. So why so, don't you uh, ask us should, something?
0: Should I do that now? I think you should. Okay, so first question comes in for Case to Destroy is, Dear Bats and Case, on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, can you turn the rumble off on the controller? Why would you want to? (laughs) Good question. The answer is, you
1: wouldn't. What you could do for the PlayStation 3 is go back to 2005 and buy the original one where they didn't have rumble, and then when everyone complains... And they have to put a a Rumble blow. back in.
0: Ooh, that's
1: then a low blow. Uh, you can turn it back off because you're one of the weird people that they originally designed the PlayStation 3 for.
0: And while you're back there, you could pick up an Xbox 360 without an HDMI cable. That's why. Or fine. a port, because you know you can still do
1: HDMI. You, I mean, you can still get HD quality through component cables. You just don't have to have the decryption that they have on the HD. So you can actually record your gameplay. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, for all those people that need to record it, that's us only. Just saying. Um, same Same graphics
1: level, it's just you don't have the DDRM. So I think the DRM. question
0: more importantly is, is there any way to turn the rumble up higher? <laughs> that, that would be, cool. be, the, that'd be the question. By the way, the
1: real answer is on the 360, you can hit go into personal settings and turn it off, and on the PS3, you can go somewhere and turn it off.
0: Um, <laughs> on the PS3, <laughs> at, whether you're in-game or out of game, you just hold down the PlayStation button in the center, and it will uh bring up uh controller options and you can uh shut the rumble off if you like to, or even change the controller to the second player or first player or whatever. So I also, whatever want to. I also I've recommend only done it, The The battery's dying and had no other games, no other controllers charged at the time.
1: I would recommend that you turn it back on when your girlfriend
0: comes over. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow, inappropriate. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Oh, uh... You know, And, and maybe, thus
1: the reason why you need to know how to turn the rumble up higher.
0: Maybe, Case, maybe that's why you're single, because you're relying on a controller. Maybe you need to turn on, turn the rumble on in your pants.
1: Uh, no, it's probably because I have walls and walls of Transformer action figures. It's probably why I'm single.
0: You should turn the, the rumble on in your pants.
1: No, that's not that funny. Because, you know, pants. Viagra's expensive.
0: But anyhow... All right, I think think we destroyed
1: him. Why don't we move on to the next question?
0: i only say I actually had to turn it off once on one of my controllers because um, the controller I had actually taken apart because it had a a button that was uh, wearing out. So I had to fix it. But when I had taken it apart, I had actually unscrewed the rumble, and when I had screwed their their little weights and stuff like that, whatever. When I put it back together, I obviously didn't put one of the screws in tight enough, so it actually rumbled itself loose. So it was like bouncing all around inside the controller, making a shitload of noise. So I had to turn it off until I went and bought just another controller and said, fuck that one, because it had too many problems. I shot that controller in the head. That's right. Because
1: it was sleeping.
0: Next question. No, because it talks some shit to me. Next question: In the game Portal, one or two, is there any portal paradoxes and where you can line up portals or falls to do impossible things? Well, one, I just like to start off by saying portals aren't real, so thus anything you do with a portal is impossible.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I was about to say the same thing. Is that isn't all the portal puzzle solving all impossible?
0: Yeah, like you can put one on one wall and then on the other wall, and you can look through the portal and see your back. That seems... That's just crazy.
1: But I I will admit, and this isn't... I don't think this is exactly answering the question he wants to be answered. But for at least Portal 2, there is what people like to call insane cube tricks, where it's not really a portal, like lining portals up. It's more like you put a portal in some way... You fall in it and you need to throw the cube and you can basically beat a board in like one move versus actually solving the puzzle. Uh, but I mean, it's not really a paradox. It's more like hardcore skills involved. Cheating. Expl- yes, sure. I mean, if the developers don't code right, doesn't mean it's cheating, right? But no, I, I mean, most of it's just throwing cubes around is what it comes down to, which is actually... I
0: say, not a paradox.
1: No, it's not a paradox. So I don't know of any like really cool paradox. But there's no mean, way you're
0: going to... You can't walk in a room and and bump into yourself in the room. You're not going to no. do that.
1: But there are some places you can put portals and find, like, you know, Easter eggs, but...
0: Yeah, but those are intentionally put in the game. Yeah, exactly. There's no paradox. A paradox essentially means something that inherently shouldn't be able to be done type of thing, like, you know, a paradox, time travel paradox, going back in time, killing your own grandfather because you wouldn't be able to kill him because... If you kill him, then you wouldn't exist. Then you wouldn't go back and kill him. Da, 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 da. So it's uh, therefore, 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 yes. Blah, blah.
1: And so, no. Yeah, like I said, like I don't think there's anything I know out there that I've seen, at least. But All I right. could be, uh, I could be completely are wrong. No Sorry, the answer. Buddy. No
0: the answer is just no. Next question: shot in the head. Shot that question right in the head. Next yes. question. As quoted by Bats in a previous episode, if all tie-in games are bad, does that also apply to arcade games that have been turned into movies? And that's his first part. So let's let's get to that. We'll get to the yes, <laughs> yes. If you take an arcade game and you turn it into a movie, it's bad.
1: No, actually, that's... I don't agree fully with that statement that I made. Um, there are some exceptions.
0: I, I just what I just said. I'd like to retract.
1: Yes. There are some exceptions. Like, I think the first Resident Evil was a pretty good game. I think Starfighter was a pretty good game. <laughs> Tron was a pretty good game. Um, that's about it. <laughs> when I say game, I mean movie. Basically, anything since the, like, 2000s has been really bad when it comes to movies based on video games. Would you not agree?
0: Okay, well, since you jumped ahead, because that's the second question. You answered the second one Oh. That I didn't ask it. So so the second part of the question, which you already knew, was inversely, are movies based on video games good? Oh, what was the first question? <laughs> so you just answered that one. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so there are a few movies based on video games that are good. See Case's previous statement. What if now, back to the first question I actually asked was... But the, it, wait,
1: I'll finish by the answer, but anything that's done by that stupid idiot, what's his name? Um... The guy that challenged all the critics to boxing, they didn't like his movie, Boyle or Boyle, anything that guy makes sucks. Anything he makes all video game movies and they all suck. You know, it. I just
0: had his name in my head and he just,
1: Eo Boyle, Uvebo, <laughs> it's something like that.
0: Uvebo. Yeah, or something like
1: that. Yeah, I want to box them, by the way. But anyhow, so what was the first question, <laughs> now that I totally screwed this <laughs> so, up? So,
0: we answered the second question. So, inversely, are movies based on video games good? So, the standard answer, no exceptions, yes. Um, the first question was, if all tie-in movie games are bad, like Bat said in a previous episode, does that also apply to arcade games? So our old, our arcade games that are later turned into movies also bad. Like, mean, I mean, if uh, our, our, so
1: like if Tron the movie was made and they made an arcade game called Tron, right? Right. Well, I don't, I don't know like, many examples like, of that.
0: <laughs> I, I do Terminator. They made an arcade game out of that. The shooter was actually kind of cool. It was kind of cool, but arcade games are inherently cool. That's the problem.
1: There are some bad ones. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then there's the um, Adams Family pinball game. That's pretty kick-ass.
1: Yes, well, well, it's really hard for me to find bad pinball games, which, uh, Attack from Mars, pinball. Attack from Mars, pinball,
0: awesome. My point is that when you take a movie uh, and then make a game out of it, it's usually bad if it's on the console. But I think maybe our expectations are lower for an arcade or pinball
1: version. No, I know the problem is.
0: Arcade, pinball, I'm always happy.
1: No, no. So the tie-in game to console, you go and buy the game and you play it. But you bought the game and you're stuck with it. An arcade game, you have to want to put that extra quarter in. So they have to make it somewhat you know, addictive. Somewhat that so, so they don't want everyone to play one quarter and then walk away. So they have to make the game somewhat decent so that you're willing to put more than this one quarter in. Where – If it goes right the console, you're buying the game and you're taking it home, and you already gave them their money. You know they're not going to get more money off of you if it's a, you know, good game.
0: That's that's usually one of my pickup lines. Usually like, baby, I'm just going to put one quarter in. That's all.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I was inappropriate earlier.
0: I have one more question on top
1: of this, and this is going to maybe someone can write in if they want to answer it or you can answer it. Bats are games that are based off of comic book characters. Are they inherently bad or inherently good? Not if they're tied to the movie though. So like the new Batman games, not tied to anything really good. A lot of the Spider Man games that weren't tied to the movies were good. The ones that were tied to movies were bad, of course. I'm just curious are book characters made the games good or not?
0: No, I I I would automatically say right now, majority of the time the answer is they're bad.
1: X Men was good? That was an arcade game. In
0: arcade, yeah, it was good. Um but no, what about like good. Superman sixty four?
1: That was pretty bad. Was pretty bad. Uh, I was say, was there ever a good Superman video game?
0: <sighs> I don't know. I wouldn't even know, know how anymore. you would make
1: that game because how would you die?
0: Well, that's the thing is in all the games that they've had, they they make it so
1: <sighs> he loses like, powers or something. He has like regain his powers back.
0: Yeah, like, like it gets weakened or something. Uh, it's always stupid. Like you don't die. Like or what happens is the I, I remember one of them was the city is getting attacked and you and if you're getting in a fight and it's it's taking too long, then more of the city gets destroyed or something like that. So it's, it's more place. about yeah, it's just more like you you didn't die, but so so much of the city's been destroyed that. It,
1: yeah, yeah. And there's failed. like you failed. You don't die, but you can fail at the mission, basically. Yeah. Uh, this, all right. All right then. That answered my question from you. I'm actually. I was just curious if there was ever a good Superman game. Now, this is gonna take some research.
0: Or someone could just email and tell us because we're lazy.
1: That could be true too.
0: <laughs> please, please do research for us for free. Thank you. Alright, well, if you want to hear us talk more about movies, no, actually, hopefully video games, you can check us out on Twitter at Controller Talk, or you can check us out on the Facebooks, or, as always, go to the site at thronecontrollers.com. You can also send us an email at podcast at thronecontrollers.com. You can hit me up on the PS3 or Xbox 360. On the PS3, I'm... Mike Mann, uh, just putting the subject that uh, you heard on the podcast or from thronecontrollers.com. Xbox 360 is Mike Man 718. You can hit up Case on the Xbox on Seeker Shinobi and also on the PS3 on Seeker underscore Shinobi. And until uh, next week, this has been episode 11 and we out. Peace. <laughs>